This is Tea on the Hudson, a news and lifestyle podcast where we're spilling all of the Hudson County tea and more. My name is Jen Trapuka. I'm the founder of HobokenGirl.com and a Hudson County resident. On this show, we share news, lifestyle topics of interest, interviews, and have guest Hoboken Girl contributors on to delve into the things that matter to local residents. Our podcast guest today is a Hoboken resident that has sold over 100 million cupcakes in her lifetime and counting. Melissa Benache is here with us today to talk about her cupcake empire. And later, we'll have our self-care segment with Danielle and some gems of the week. Thanks to a reader recommendation, I'm drinking a salted charcoal mocha latte. Sounds like a mouthful and it kind of is from the Roost Outpost on First Street in Hoboken. It's pretty intense, but it's flavorful. And the salted part is an unexpected twist and I'm loving it. If you haven't been to the Roost, definitely stop by. They have some great men's gifts and clothing as part of their unique setup along with coffee. This episode is brought to you by the Jersey City Historic Downtown Special Improvement District, or HDSID, which hosts amazing events for Jersey City throughout the year, including the Grove Street Farmers Market, and now through December 23rd, their holiday market is happening every Monday and Thursday in the same spot by the Grove Street Path Plaza. From 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. each Monday and Thursday through the 23rd, stop by to pick up holiday gifts from local vendors that rotate throughout each date. There's up to 20 vendors per event. And remember, it's rain or shine, so make sure to check out the holiday market at the Grove Street Path Plaza on Mondays and Thursdays this holiday season. And speaking of holiday markets, Hoboken Girls Holiday Market 2019 is coming to town on Tuesday, December 17th from 5.30 to 9 p.m. at Birch in Hoboken and Wild Moose Saloon on River Street. We're actually doing a combo of the two spaces, so we'll have more vendors this year. You can enjoy a fun evening of holiday shopping with over 25 local vendors and boutiques. Shop for literally everyone on your holiday shopping list and treat yourself to some goodies and food and cocktails at Birch, of course. The event is a meaningful way to personalize your holiday shopping and support local vendors as a portion of the proceeds from this year's Hoboken Holiday Market will go to support the Hoboken Volunteer Ambulance Corps, which we've talked about on air before. And the team of volunteers from this amazing organization, they serve our community by providing free emergency care to the city of Hoboken. Tickets for the market are $10 to get in, and they include a donation to the Hoboken Ambulance Corps. You can get yours on hobokengirl.com or on Eventbrite. So let's grab a mug and get started with our news. On Wednesday, November 20th, the e-scooter pilot program in Hoboken officially expires. And with no news yet from city officials regarding the future of scooters, whether they'll stay a part of Hoboken or not, it's safe to say that it looks like scooters will be removed from Hoboken effective on the 20th. According to Lyme statistics, there have been more than 640,000 unique rides in Hoboken since the pilot program began six months ago. But those 640,000 unique rides were not without difficulty or controversy. Over the course of the six-month trial, the Mile Square saw a total of three alcohol-related incidents that culminated in DUIs. If you feel strongly about it either way, I definitely encourage you to reach out to City Hall and your council person and voice your concerns. Last Sunday, a man locked himself inside an ambulance at Hoboken University's Medical Center in an attempt to steal the emergency vehicle from the premises. The man, who was not a patient or waiting for any patient at the hospital, was from Lyndhurst. Police say that the man tried to put an ambulance into gear several times without any luck and was finally removed by security and police after resisting arrest. Jacqueline Fulop, owner of Exchange Physical Therapy and one of our Tea on the Hudson guests, teamed up with the Liberty Humane Society to expand the operation of low-cost spay and neuter programs. The program, which is the first of its kind in the state of New Jersey, lowers the rate of spays and neuters to $10 and has already helped 1,500-plus animals in total. 
Residents of Jersey City and Hoboken can apply online for a surgical subsidy to spay or neuter their large dogs, 40-plus pounds, and outdoor cats in colonies of 10 or fewer. You can do so at libertyhumane.org. And to support their efforts and goal of spaying and neutering 2,000 Hudson County cats and dogs, Liberty Humane and EPTG came together on Thursday, November 14th at the Harborside Atrium for a fundraising event inspired by Jacqueline's late pup, Chloe, and they raised over $100,000 for the program. 150 Bay Street in Jersey City could be the new home of some dorms as an application with the Jersey City Planning Board was put in to turn the upper floors into student housing, making a total of 72 dorms. What the plans do not currently state is whether these dorms or other student facilities would be affiliated with one specific university or college, so it remains to be seen. Mayor Ravi Bala has announced that Hoboken has received more than $1.8 million in grant funding from the state of New Jersey and Hudson County for open space and park projects. This funding includes over $1 million in Green Acres funding through the state for the addition of Cove Park as part of the city's Rebuild by Design project. That number also includes restoration of a portion of the waterfront walkway in Hoboken at Weehawken Cove. After replacing the pipes in 15 Jersey City schools where lead contamination was found in the drinking water, these Jersey City schools are getting to reopen their water fountains. The 15 schools that are reopening their water fountains in November include School 11, 15, 20, 23, 23 West, 24, 26, 30, 29 Annex, Dr. Maya Angelou School, Renaissance Institute, McNair High School, Liberty High School, the Board of Ed offices, and Cavern Point Athletics. There are still 25 other schools in New Jersey with closed-down fountains. These schools still need lead remediation as their issues are more intense than the first 15. These schools feature lead pipes buried underground so the remediation process will take more time. While the fountains were closed, children were and still are in the schools that aren't finished replacing the pipes, but they are encouraged to bring water bottles to school. The Jersey City Council is looking to ban e-flavored cigarettes even before the state of New Jersey does it. According to News 12, 80% of vaping products sold at iVape in Jersey City are flavored, and now the council is looking to ban such products due to their harmful health effects. Council members are set to introduce the new legislation this week. If the ordinance is voted in, flavored e-cigarettes could be illegal in Jersey City as soon as 2020. And now for our openings and closings. Last week, we reported that the new eatery coming to the corner of 7th and Clinton Street would be an Italian restaurant. We can now confirm that the restaurant will be called Il Tavolo di Palmisano, and it comes from the Palmisano Brothers, longtime Hoboken residents. Frank Palmisano, a retired Hoboken battalion chief for the fire department and partner of Biggie's Clam Bar, is joining forces with his brother, a Catholic priest and pastor at Our Lady of Mount Virgin in Garfield, to give the mile square Il Tavolo di Palmisano. Sources say the restaurant will be a family-run spot and will feature a traditional Italian menu. For more on the scoop, check out our full post on the restaurant at hobokengirl.com. The Cuddly Cottage, a pet care service in Hoboken that provides daycare, dog walking, overnight boarding, and more, is opening a new venture called the Cuddly Boutique. Tied to the pet care services for the Cuddly Cottage, the Cuddly Boutique features curated inventory pet owners won't be able to find in other brick-and-mortar stores. The boutique will also offer some convenient features like, say, you've run out of poop bags and you're an existing customer of their pet care services. They can offer free delivery with their next scheduled walk. The Cuddly Boutique is launching its website on December 2nd and will host a holiday celebration on December 3rd. It looks like the former Gold Roast Coffee location at 600 Harrison Street is turning into the Salon at Hoboken. With a planned opening today, if you're listening on release day, which is Tuesdays, November 19th, local Hoboken couple Ariella Mendez and Giovanni Gentoli are opening the salon and will be offering cuts, color, and extensions, as well as skin and waxing services by local esthetician Rosalia Fisk. Their Instagram says they have organic options and are taking a green approach to beauty and living. Another sad closure announcement in Hoboken. Cascade Cafe, located at 38 Hudson Place, is set to close within the next few weeks. 
a Hoboken Girl reader checked in with us and shared that after noticing a massive reduction in inventory, she asked the cashier what was going on and was told the rent had gotten too high and business had gotten too slow. We followed up and that is unfortunately the case. Cascade, you will be missed. Weehawken is saying goodbye to Acme and hello to Little, a German-based grocery chain spelled L-I-D-L. Come spring, Little will be opening at 4100 Park Avenue within the Tower Plaza in Weehawken, where the old Acme was located. You may recall that Acme announced it was closing on October 2nd, and negotiations with Little have been going on ever since. Until it opens, however, the Whole Foods at 1400 Waterfront Terrace will stand as Weehawken's only other major grocery chain. The Veterinary Emergency Group, VEG for short, will be hosting its grand opening this Wednesday, November 20th, as the first emergency-only veterinary hospital in Hoboken. Located at 1327 Willow Avenue, they will be open nights, weekends, and holidays to support all local general practice vets when their offices are closed. A new sushi speakeasy called Sushi by Boo is coming to Jersey City. Although the location is confirmed, official announcements are still in the works. So we can't give you the specific details on that just yet, but just know it's in an old ice cream shop that was inside of another restaurant that you definitely know in Jersey City. What we can tell you, however, is that this new spot will offer an intimate dining experience for locals who want to enjoy some omakase sushi. For our special feature, we have an amazing entrepreneur, the woman who revolutionized the way we look at cupcake sizes and sampling a ton of flavors without the guilt, which started in her New York City apartment in 2008. You may know her as Melissa behind Baked by Melissa, but she's also a mom, a Hoboken resident, and operates her headquarters out of New York and her cupcake factory out of North Bergen in Hudson County. To date, she has sold over 100 million cupcakes and is here on the show today to share her story. Hi, Melissa. Thanks so much for coming on. Hi, Jen. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be here. I know. This is so much fun. I feel like I see you on Instagram all the time and uh, via social media, but I feel the same. (laughs) Good to have you in. Um, And thanks for the cupcakes. So excited. Of course. So tell me, I mean... Every Hoboken resident, every almost every resident in the country, I feel like, knows if you mention Baked by Melissa, people know what that is. I want to hear from you. You're a Hoboken resident, so I felt it was relevant to have you on the podcast and uh, really talk about like how you got started and like the story behind Baked by Melissa. Okay, so in 2008, I was actually working as an assistant media planner in advertising. I was not passionate about the work I was doing, and it showed, so I was fired. Um, (laughs) I was very upset about it. I went right to my brother's office crying. He said, don't worry, it's the best thing that ever happened to you. Go home, bake your cupcakes. We'll start a business together. At the time, I was known for baking my tie-dye cupcakes. I baked them for everyone and anyone. So I went home and baked four batches of cupcakes, tie-dye, cookie dough, peanut butter cup, and s'mores. And you're repping, you're repping your uh, tie-dye right now. Love Always it. wearing something <laughs> tie-dye. Um, I really just went home and did what made me happy instead of feeling sorry for myself. Sent the cupcakes into work with my best friend's little sister. She was interning at a PR agency that was very well known. The owner of the PR agency tasted the cupcakes, loved them, put me in touch with her caterer. And I got a call from this like very well-known caterer in Manhattan the day after I was fired to bring me in for a tasting. Wow. That is some serendipitous luck. And I mean, wow, that is amazing. Yeah. My goal was for the owner of the PR agency to try the cupcakes because I knew her and looked up to her. What what PR agency? Allison Broad PR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Allison was like a celebrity to me. Yeah. Um, but yes, it was crazy serendipitous. And we really took advantage of every opportunity that came our way. All right. So let's talk a little bit more about how this happened. So that happened and then it just blew up from there. Yeah. Or did it, or was it a slow build? I mean, it was definitely quicker than the typical business, I Mm -hmm. would say. Um, I did the tasting with the caterer, and then I wound up doing my first event with him 
two weeks later as Melissa Baked by Melissa. My brother is and always has been an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. He and our childhood friend, Matt, had started an interactive agency. They were building websites for people. They built out the Baked by Melissa website Mm. for that first event. We shot all of the images on my Ikea coffee table with a Canon point-and-shoot camera. So when you went to bakedbymelissa.com, there was this beautiful, drool-worthy slideshow of our product. And then you could order 100 cupcakes or more using PayPal that I would bake out of my apartment and deliver using the subway anywhere in Manhattan. Wow. Minimum order of 100 cupcakes. And that's the cr- – we had e-commerce before we had retail. We had e-com for the first freaking event and <laughs> and business cards that had our name or hey. logo my home address and my cell phone number that's what you gotta do yeah so we were really scrappy and i was baking out of my apartment for seven months mm-hmm. until i moved into my first commercial kitchen space wow and then and then what happened and then so i moved into my first commercial kitchen space in soho november 22nd 2008 hired my first person to help me bake mm-hmm. he was a stripper by night and an r&b singer seriously yes i love it he had a single with snoop dog which i have on my phone and <gasps> oh it's my hilarious God. you have to send it to me i want to um, hear it the two, so and we were opening in the holiday market in union square mm-hmm. six week period of time there are these little booths that pop up very artisanal sure. brands um and so we wound up selling out every single day opening in bryant park and columbus circles holiday markets in that short period of time mm-hmm. that's Really, when we learned that we have an incredible product, which yeah. people dream of, I dream of it. <laughs> and um, that, so, when the holiday market was over at the end of the year, we knew we had this incredible opportunity, and we decided to open our first retail location—a bite-sized, if you will, pickup window that was actually attached to the cafe in Soho that I was doing my baking out of. Wow! And now you have a hundred million cupcakes sold. Mm-hmm. When did that happen? When so it's so that? funny that you ask because. I just recently needed to know that answer. So it happened a little while ago. Really? Yeah. So we're well on our way to 150 million. Ooh, that is that is a feat. Yeah. A lot of cupcakes. Yes. I I like needed to know the answer. It was like a while ago. Um, Just doing everything we can. Our goal is to get more people to try our incredible product. It's so good. It makes people happy. It really does. And it's so bite sized. Like you just you can eat five of them and you don't feel that guilt that one cupcake does totally try them all that's why we made them small i know now was there like a defining moment when you were growing this obviously you were at the markets you were doing all these different things but was there like one defining moment where you said wow this is what we have it was it like after that that holiday season i think there have been a bunch of defining moments the first defining moment i remember um, uh, I was in my like Murray Hill apartment, like maybe like, I, I know, I, I know exactly. I was like smoking a bowl out my kitchen window <laughs> and talking to Matt, my co-founder. And I was like, Love everybody loves these cupcakes. Like it's crazy. He's like, <laughs> like people will come up to me and say they don't like dessert. But then they try one and they love it. Yep. And and his response was like, yeah, it's incredible. Like maybe we'll even have a, a real store one day. Mm. Um, and so just seeing the response to our product and till this day, 11 years later, that was 11 wow. plus years ago, watching somebody experience Baked by Melissa cupcakes for the first time, whether it's opening a shipping box, scrolling through our Instagram or obviously like eating seeing them. It. It's just, it's a very, for me, it's a very surreal experience. It never gets old. I get emotional. Mm-hmm. It's just the coolest thing ever. It must be just, it's like, it's like a baby that you like essentially birthed. And then just really, it it was something that just like took over the world. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> I do refer to Big Ben Melissa as my firstborn child. I, I get it as a business owner. It's like, yeah. it's like it needs to be fed. It needs yeah. to be taken care of. It makes your life very challenging yes. at times. <laughs> Sometimes you're cranky about yeah. it. <laughs> um, so now you have a factory in North Bergen in Hudson County. Tell us about that. Like, how long have you been there? When we were opening our second retail location in January of 2010, we decided to move all of our baking into one central location. We knew Mm -hmm. we needed more space. We found our bakery spot in North Bergen. 
we signed a lease for 10,000 square feet. I remember walking into it being like, oh my God, we will (laughs) never fill this space. It's huge and grew out of it within the first year, but we're still in that same development and we have a lot of space now. We have an incredible team. Everything's made entirely by hand and I spend a ton of time out there. So if you follow me or Big by Melissa on Instagram, you'll see like me making the cupcakes. I see it. Um, it. And that's in our bakery in North Bergen. So cool. And now how many employees do you have currently across the country? We have... 200 to 250, depending on the time of year, we're entering the holiday season. So now is the time of year that we start to like bring on even like temp employees mm-hmm. uh, to make sure we can bake them all. Yeah. So is, is this your busy season or do you have a bunch of busy seasons? Because there's so many holidays and everyone wants cupcakes at all times. Yes. Holidays are definitely our busiest time of year. I would say from now through Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. but then we have other peaks throughout the year. Mother's Mm -hmm. Day, Father's Day, back to school, camp. So it's a mix of, yeah, there's some, I mean, I feel like I get your cupcakes. National Friendship Day. Yeah, Valentine. I mean, anything. There's going back to school. Yes. (laughs) You need a cupcake, teacher. It's like the perfect snack. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you're all over the place. You have headquarters in New York, but you have the North Bergen factory, right? Correct. Our our corporate office is in Union Square. Gotcha. And then, I mean, I've seen Big Boy Melissa at JFK. So mm-hmm. cool. So and cool. That, that I was blown away by. I mean, of course, there's so many places, but I was like, wow, she's in JFK. That is amazing. Yes, that's one of my favorite spots. It's such a cool location because it allows our cupcakes, our little cupcakes, to go a very long way. Yes. People get them before they're getting on their flights. Makes you and, happy. <laughs> yes. And and we hear, I actually hear so often from our JFK customers specifically, like, you're my first stop before I leave and my last stop on my way home. Like, I love seeing you at JetBlue and That's it's so, so awesome. cool. Yeah. It's really awesome. Now, because you're everywhere, you have the office in New York and North Bergen, what would you say like a typical day is like? Because, I mean, you have two daughters, a husband. Mm. How's, how's that going? Well, typical day. <laughs> every day is a little bit different um, because we are meeting like a little later in the day. It was like, I'm going to take like a yoga class. But so like yesterday, as an example, I woke up before my alarm at 4.50 a.m., poured myself some coffee. Um, I do indulge in yoga at home mm. at 5.30 two mornings a week. So from 5.30 to 6.30, I did yoga, then said goodbye to my husband, got dressed, got my children dressed, dropped them at daycare and school, walked to the path, got to the office, had meeting after meeting after meeting. Then I actually spoke somewhere You do a lot of speaking stuff. Yeah. And then I got home just in time to say goodnight to my one and a half year old. Monday, I'll be in the bakery in the morning filming content. Actually, I'm doing another like a news program. Um, Wednesday, I'll be back in the bakery. I I love that I get to be all over the place. It keeps it interesting. Yes. And on a Saturday, I wake up and I take my three and a half year old to ballet. Then we go to the farmer's market. Then we walk back home. Where does she go to ballet? She goes to Miles Square. Oh, cute. Yeah. Which is great because it gets me to Uptown where then we go to the farmer's market. That's I'll be sad nice. to see it. I know. Going. It's going to end very I soon. <laughs> but hopefully the weather will stay nice so it doesn't. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, I mean, of course, it's so much. You sound like you've got you're juggling like 17 things. How do you manage that? What what do you do to like kind of juggle the demanding career, family life, all of that? I think it's more of like a mindset. Like I really appreciate the opportunity to be busy doing things I love. I see the definition of success as the opportunity to work hard towards things that you love. I would never want to be doing nothing. I love being busy. Um, And then, of course, there are some really challenging days and situations, but as lame as it sounds, I see every challenge as an opportunity to learn and grow. It's a good shift of your mind. Yeah. And like, listen, like this morning, I didn't have to drop my girls off at 730. I could have like let them stay home, but I did. And then I felt guilty about it. But dude, I needed some time, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got a lot going on. And I think like it's just important to always remind yourself that you're doing the best that you can. And that's enough. And no matter what your roles are in life, you could only do your best. Yeah. And you're doing your best in a lot of roles. <laughs> uh, now, the dessert world in general, I mean, since you started, it's obviously changed so much. 
but it's also stayed somewhat the same in different ways. What has been the big challenge for you keeping your products like exciting and inventive? Because you've had, I mean, so many flavors rolled out. It's amazing. But like what, what's been the biggest challenge? It's so funny. So in August of 2009, we launched our mini of the month. It was actually one of my co-founders ideas. Mm -hmm. And I remember freaking out, like, how am I going to create a new flavor every month? And then I did. And we had a mini of the month and we still have a mini of the month. And then a few years ago, I think it was my brother. He was like, we should have a seasonal assortment. So I was like, how am I going to create three new flavors every season on top of the mini of the month? And I did that. I've created hundreds and hundreds of flavors of cupcakes. Mm -hmm. I've created created gluten-free cupcakes, which took a really yes. long time. So Two years. What is in the gluten-free cupcakes? Uh, like a combination of different gluten-free, like, quote, flowers, because gotcha. they're not actually flour. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I'm not and, supposed to give away the secrets. Yeah, Sorry. and like yogurt <laughs> and honey, because, like, you have to replace them with fats. Mm -hmm. And then... We just launched vegan cupcakes in September. Right. My goal is to now have cupcakes for everyone. I think it's super important. I see the way people enjoy them. We hear from parents all over the country receiving our product that they want their kids that have this or that to, you know, enjoy it too. I hear them. And really just, I guess, like my challenge always, and I'm always, I need to always be better and like learn and mm -hmm. grow. It's super important to me for my happiness. And so really the biggest challenge is how can we get more people to try Baked by Melissa? Mm -hmm. Because it sells itself. Now, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Inquiring minds want to know. When is Baked by Melissa coming to Hoboken? <laughs> are I, you coming to Hoboken? I am working on it. I am working on it. Really? So there are a so couple of spaces that I'm I'm working on. You know, I don't settle for anything but the best. Yeah. And so I've definitely looked at a bunch of spaces. Okay. But there are, just, you know, Hoboken is a small town. There are yeah. certain locations I want to be. Um so, yeah, I'm waiting to hear back from one person. I, I left him a voicemail yesterday. Oh my gosh. So and this is like a real thing because yeah. you know I've been bothering you about this for years. Yeah, but. so if anybody, you know, we only need a very small spot. Mm -hmm. So if anyone has anywhere from a like 100 square feet to 450 like square feet. <laughs> you can do it in my apartment. Very, you, you know, close to the path, preferably like low down on Washington Street, <laughs> hook Hook it up. Oh, my gosh. That is Shoot me an email. Like, email info at bakedbymelissa.com. My attention. Message me on Instagram, <laughs> at Melissa Benishai. Come on, guys. Help. Help. Let's do it. I'm going to put you in touch with my landlord for my office downtown and see if they have anything. Great. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you open in Hoboken, you can uh, <laughs> you can definitely get more people to try. <laughs> you know I'm Agreed. pushing for that. I'm pushing for it, too. I, yeah. I will call him again today. <laughs> so the... So you've created, I mean, so many flavors. What goes into the process of creating a flavor? LOL. It's so funny <laughs> that you ask. So my vice president, Sam, uh, has been with us for like 10 years. Mm -hmm. I hired her to work our first retail location. I remember reading her resume and being like, you could do this job. <laughs> um, and now she's worn every hat and she's incredible and so super smart and capable. And so... We like work on the assortment together and she always says like, oh my God, I like, I'm going to frame your, like there is, the process is my head. I open an email draft in my like Gmail and I just keep the draft open and I'm just like working out flavors like all the time. And then I'll be like, hey Sam, like we should put a product meeting on the calendar so we could get through Q4. And she'll come into my office and I'll I'll literally be like, okay, I'm going to read you through everything and then we could talk about it. And so I read her through everything and she'll be like, I love it. And then we'll slot the assortment together. So we'll we'll say like, okay, so for Valentine's Day, she'll be like, what do you want to do for Valentine's Day? I'm like, okay, I'm thinking like this flight will work and then we could do that as the name of the month and maybe we could assort mm -hmm. them together. There's like a lot that it goes like into big job. product development. Mm -hmm. And then what we do is we create spec sheets and send them to my husband mm -hmm. who works in the bakery uh -huh. and he creates the product for us mm -hmm. every now and then there will be like a new component that I'll like write him the recipe for and a lot of the time he'll be like okay I'll do it your way but I'm also going to do it my way and we're Compromise. very we're very competitive in the kitchen and I think it <laughs> actually helps us to get the very best Better. product that's cool have you ever had like a a baking disaster with 
like a flavor where you're just like, whoa, we thought this was going to be good and woof. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Most, I mean, like there's like, there are like some that just like really stick out. We did like a chocolate banana flavor like years ago, but we didn't use like real banana. Now mm-hmm. we only use like the real fruit yeah. for the flavor. And so that was gross. People liked it, but it didn't sell as well as I had hoped. You know, mm-hmm. those caramel um, apple lollipops. Mm-hmm. So I did a flavor like that, Ooh. which tasted just like the lollipop. But like, who really wants to eat that as the cupcake? Like as a cupcake. Yeah, that's true. And then I and then I did a bacon flavored cupcake, but our <gasps> product is kosher. So oh. I used smoke. That's really funny. And it was gross. <laughs> we never we never sold that one. No. Yeah. What's your favorite flavor? I do say peanut butter and jelly, but I was talking about that's it last one. night and I do feel like I can't believe I'm going to do this to PPJ, but like cookie dough is the one I actually go for most often of the eight OG flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do this magic cookie flavor that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Hot cocoa, which we use hot cocoa mix in the icing, oh, like instead so of powdered sugar. Right now we have a peanut butter fudge brownie flavor mm. and caramel apple pie we have chocolate like i mean it goes on the chocolate so ra- i was actually on the phone with my dad walking here and i was t- telling him way too much about the chocolate raspberry cupcake <laughs> didn't think i was gonna love it but it's so good we actually use freeze-dried raspberries Ooh. and um we so the raspberries in the chocolate ganache stuffing and the topping and it's just like so good and you know I've never even had a real like a whole raspberry in my life in your life yeah I'm weird about fruit really and I don't think fruit has a place in dessert for the record (laughs) but other people do you should talk to my husband he agrees 100% fruit has no place in dessert and no place in salads however (laughs) people love their apple pie and this, true. and this, you know, chocolate raspberry cupcake is like throwing me for a loop because I choose to eat it and it's delicious. That's, I, I have to agree. I mean, I don't agree, but my husband would be like cheering you on right now. Yeah. He thinks strawberries look like they have blackheads in them. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, great. Thank you for Sorry. putting that in my head. That's so funny. I, um, I see that now. <laughs> so you're never going to, I never looked at a strawberry the same after that. Yeah. I want to know because I, if I worked in a factory and around cupcakes all the time, I would be eating them 24-7. How many cupcakes would you say you eat a day or a week? Huh. <laughs> so like yesterday I had five. Some days I'll have one. They're always out in our office. Do you ever get sick of eating them? Never. <laughs> I And I think that's a testament to how freaking good they are. They're, they're good. so good. They're so good. And they're so easy to just... And they're like so cracker, like in a moist. Yes, <laughs> that word. People go crazy. Sorry, everyone, if you don't like the word moist. Moist. <laughs> they're just. They are though. They're so it, because yeah. they don't have paper because they're just a bite. It's the added challenge. Like we have no choice. They have to be the freshest cupcakes in mm-hmm. the world with the perfect packaging, and yeah. we've nailed it. You really have. And you wrote a book. I wrote a book that that was in 2017. Yes, that was called Cakes by Melissa. And that was probably a very different from your day to day. What was that like? Cakes by Mo- you know it's like cakes by the ocean. I, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the whole time the book was coming out, everyone was like, cakes by the ocean. What was that like? That was you know. So during the time that I wrote the book, um, we were going through a transitional phase. My brother, I founded the company with four incredible humans, my co-founders, mm-hmm. and my brother is one of them. And he was really the driving force of Bake by Melissa for so long, our CEO. His vision is really what created the company and his support in me. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. And so he was our CEO for eight years. And, you know, he's an entrepreneur. And so he needed to go Moving off. And, on. <laughs> yeah. And that was really hard for me. And so we hired a new CEO, Seth Horowitz, who has surpassed my wildest dreams. Aww. Never thought. I can love someone as much and work so well with someone who's not my brother. Mm-hmm. And so we had started talking about a book when my brother was CEO and then every, you know, things take a while. Sure. So when Seth came, it was kind of one of the first things he's like, should we write a book? Like, like whatever. And it's so funny. I remember I like 
having that, I was like, do you think I should write a book? And he was like, I'm 60, 40. But really, he's <laughs> now I know him so much better. And he just wanted to hear from me that I wanted to write a book. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like the perfect time. The company was going through a transition. We had a new CEO. He really needed to like learn the company. And it gave me the opportunity to, to do something that was like cathartic is right. that the right word yeah Cathar just get get like, it out there like, yeah mm -hmm. um and I needed to do it for myself mm -hmm. um never wrote a book before I love to do things I've never done I was scared of it mm -hmm. and so I knew I needed to do it that's that's usually the sign yeah and my role has evolved with the company I've worn so many hats I mean I baked every cupcake we sold for the first two and a half years we were in business mm -hmm. and then I ran store operations until we had seven retail locations mm -hmm. and I did HR and customer service. So, you know, now I think my role is very cemented. I oversee the brand and the product and I have my hand in all of the marketing and creative that the company right. does and a real great understanding of our financial information. Uh, Thanks to Seth. He loves numbers like I love cupcakes. <laughs> hey, you need that. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, like, we thought it was a priority, so therefore I got it done. But the truth is, I wrote the book. I would say like it it was much quicker than you would think. Mm -hmm. The recipe testing took the longest. It took two weeks. Hmm. The book took two weeks, or the recipe testing. The re oh, for the, the recipe, for the recipe testing for the book took two weeks because everything was like cakes, right? And the writing itself, I worked with a writer. She was an incredible human. Unfortunately, she's no longer with us. And um, we did it over the phone. Wow. But everything was already in my head. So it just came out. Yeah. Yeah. That's like great. The foreword, the introduction, like that was like, like an hour. That's awesome. That's a, a lesson in book writing. The worst part was done. freaking proofreading everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I know. Because one mistake and it goes to print. It's yeah. like forever ingrained. Yeah. Now, business owner-wise, because you've, as you said, worn so many hats, done so many different things for the business to grow it, what is the best advice you've ever been given as a business owner? That's a really hard question. I don't see myself as a business owner. But you are. <laughs> I, I work for my business. Mm -hmm. mm. I mean, that's not true. Like, I, I, appre I, I work for my shareholders. Like, mm -hmm. I... The best advice, I think it's super important to know your own weaknesses and surround yourself with the right people. Our team is our, our single greatest asset, and we have the most incredible team of people. Um, Like-minded, hardworking, passionate people who get it done. That's our number one core value. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know what the advice, my dad gives me great advice. He says, measure twice, cut once. Mm -hmm. He says, I guess like he says, what makes metal steel, baby? Extreme heat. He used to say that to me all the time, <laughs> like, like that. at the beginning when I was crying. Mm -hmm. But after experiencing some days that I felt like were the hardest days and I felt like it was the end of the world, you wake up the next day, the sun is shining and it wasn't the end of the world. And if you do that, enough you learn to kind of weather the storm a little differently if that makes sense and almost like embrace it 100%. and so today I'm not the person I was then mm -hmm. at all you've learned so much I welcome the challenge you know like even if I'm really really like I don't know what to do I'm at peace with it right and I know the answer will come to me when when it when it's time yeah I love it all right. So last few questions, because you are Hoboken resident mm -hmm. and we like to play with our, some of our guests, the rapid fire game. I love rapid fire. So want to hear some of your favorites around town and in the area. It can be Hoboken, Jersey City, whatever you'd like. I know you're in North Bergen. So if you have a shout out there, go for it. We are Hudson County focused. So I'm a Hoboken girl. <laughs> um, so local favorites. Here we go. Favorite local deli. Fiore's <laughs> favorite uh, workout spot Asana Soul just came from there oh the best pork roll or Taylor ham bacon egg and cheese <laughs> hangout spot where do you like to hang out so our spot is northern soul mm -hmm. really excited to try margaritas because they just reopened yes 
love Augustino. Like if there's food, I'm there. So good. Um, and I love the farmer's market. I think that's my favorite part of Hoboken is the Garden Street Farmer's Market. Mm. It's it's such a sweet little market uptown. I, I mean, truly, nice. that's where I hang out. <laughs> Beautiful Saturday, you'll find me there. <laughs> Schmoozing with uh, Cotton Cattle Co. And Lismanade. Yeah. And, all the- <laughs> and like but Chickadee Creek Farms. I love that. Favorite dessert spot in town besides the impending Bake by Melissa that's coming. So we have that new ice cream spot on Jefferson between second Thomas's. and third. Yeah, really, really good. Oh, my God. I only like chocolate-based like things, mm-hmm. but their cinnamon bun ice Ooh. cream is incredible. Noted. And then Choco Pain, like really good pastries. Like they have those Delicious. little, like one of my friends, uh, Carly, like bought me these like forget why i think like when i had my second baby she brought me these like little pastries oh the a petite queen yeah the chocolate one. Oh, I, those are beyond like blow your mind i brought them into work recently my pr coordinator had to come over yesterday because we were shooting something in my apartment and she was like i got to stop at choco pain <laughs> she's so like good. i've been dreaming of those pastries since you brought them into the office they are delicious they're a yeah. secret like they're a hidden gem that people don't know about even if they go to Choco Pan unless they order it. Yeah, so and I good. feel like there's more that I love here, too. Mm-hmm. But I can't think of it right now. <laughs> okay. Favorite thing to do when not working? Yoga. Mm. It's really... it. I never expected to love you. I'm oh, sorry. This is supposed to be rapid fire. That's also. okay. No, we, we, we go on tangents here. It's, it's so good for your mind and your body. And I like couldn't get through a yoga class without laughing until I threw out my back. And it's just like my, my husband was like, just take a freaking yoga class. And then it just made, changed everything. Yeah. Mm. Now, favorite place to eat in Jersey City? Made a reservation at Matthew's Food and Drink for tomorrow night. So nice. I've heard good things. Favorite place to eat in Hoboken in general? So hard. My go-to, like, seamless has been Saku. Okay. Good sushi. Like, really good. Mm-hmm. For the best sushi in Hoboken. Not going to lie. It's, like, a little overpriced. But, like, I learned now how to order in mm. a way that doesn't make me, like, be like, I'm, like, spending 60 bucks <laughs> right on, on delivery. Sushi. But it's so good. That's good. That was my next question. So, delivery, check. Uh, favorite Italian restaurant? Augustino's. But margaritas, I like. Can't wait to go back. Yes, that bolognese. P- favorite place for a cocktail? Northern Soul. Hmm. If they have a CBD like cocktail, or a, I think, I mean, like they did the last time I went with a friend because I don't get out much, <laughs> and there was like a weed leaf. I guess a hemp leaf. Like, oh yeah, stencil. Were, yeah, it was cool. so beautiful. I took a pic. Yeah, uh, celebrity you wish would move to Hudson County. Oh, my God. You got me on April Fool's Day. I think I told somebody. <laughs> I was like, Justin Bieber, Bieber is moving to to Hoboken. <laughs> We're like, no, we you got, idiot. We got every, like, it was weird how many people, like, I feel like even, I swear, if Justin Bieber's agent, like, saw it, he like, they thought it. Yeah, because, like, like, people like, were, like, texting me, like, crazy. <laughs> who thinks that, like, who wakes up on April 1st, like, oh, it's April Fool's Day. We're just, like, reading, you know, going It was a Monday, stuff. so people were, it was just the perfect storm of, oh, yeah, that was a good April Fool's joke. Yeah, that was really so Justin. Good. Beaver. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I don't want a I don't want a big celebrity to move to Hoboken because then it would just be even more crowded. Change, yeah, change everything. Like when Kim Kardashian was here for a brief stint. Oh God. <laughs> um, in the summer, do you stay in town? Go down the shore? What do you do? I'm um, a Catskills girl. Catskills. Mountains and lakes, man. Love mm. them. It's great. What is something that needs to come to the area? I know the answer to that question. <laughs> what is your answer? <laughs> Baked by Melissa. Oh, duh. Hell yeah. Baked by <laughs> Melissa. Couldn't agree more. I would like another really good sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. In Hoboken? Yes. Yeah. Like a upscale. Yeah. I guess Saku is really good. Like mm-hmm. another one. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Just like diversify. Like we have so many Italian restaurants here. Mm-hmm. And more coming. Yeah, I know. Like every, I like read your like it's thing. Like always, I'm, I'm like, oh, like what is that? Oh, it's another Italian restaurant. <laughs> Literally, there's like three more coming in the next few months. Yeah, baked by Melissa, man, get here if you know anyone at Baked by Melissa. Yes, we need a corner, a little corner area of any <laughs> retail spot. Yeah, a good one. I yeah. don't know that off. Yeah. Now, what can we expect next from Baked by Melissa? That's my last question for you. Hmm. So much. I mean, really, 
we're constantly creating new flavors and new products. Cupcakes for everyone is my goal. And now with the holidays in mind, we have the greatest gift ever. We have these beautiful gift boxes that are always Mm. changing. We have Christmas, we have Hanukkah, we have holiday. We have these really cute, like small six boxes. If you're not sure what to get for your secretary or your boss, get them baked by Melissa. We have this incredible team, our B2B team. You could reach out to them directly and they're your own private concierge. Love it. Um, That's awesome. Lauren, Gabby, Allie, Madison—they're amazing, and they're here to—they're—they're they're here to serve you. <laughs> now, where's by Melissa.com. I was gonna say, where can people find you personally if they want to follow along on your your entrepreneurial journey? At Melissa Benishai. Well, thanks for spilling the tea with me, Melissa. So good to see you. So good to see you. Thank you for having me. Today for our self-care feature, we're going to be talking about dermaplaning. Now, Danielle is here. She's our beauty contributor who comes on once in a while to talk about self-care. And tell us a little bit about dermaplaning as a whole, because it's something that not a lot of people know about. So it's actually funny that you say that because this was a thing that Caroline Manzo introduced years ago on the show. Really? Yeah. She was telling everybody how she shaves her face every (laughs) single day. And everybody looked at her like, are you kidding me? You're going to have stubble. Like, why would you shave your face? (laughs) She's not like a hairy person. It's not that. It's, it's actually, it's a really cool technique that they, um, use like a little tiny razor and they, they just remove the dead skin and the little peach fuzz on your face. Mm -hmm. So that way your makeup applies so much smoother. Um, you take away that dead skin that just kind of makes you look like, you yeah, know, just like just like gross, tired. Yeah, tired. <laughs> and and it like takes off dead skin, especially in the summer. I did yeah. it the first time I did it was in the summer. And let me tell you, right after. Well, I didn't put makeup on for that that day. Yeah. But the next day when I put makeup on, I put I'm like, oh, my God, this like is my what skin it's supposed to be like. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is living. This is life. I and, know it's really I've actually tried it, too. And I felt like that immediately after I was like, I'm glowing. Yeah. I've never seen my skin look this polished right after a facial. That's the word polished. That's exactly what you look like afterwards. Yeah. You're glowing and you're polished mm-hmm. uh, because you don't realize like how dullifying like the, the little peach fuzz that you have on your hair and you don't notice it until you notice that it's gone. Yeah. And then it's good. Yeah. So tell me about some of the places that offer dermaplaning because there's a bunch. Yeah. It's it's pretty specific um, type of, I don't want to say procedure, but like a, a specific process that mm-hmm. I haven't really found a lot of places in Hoboken, but the places that I have found are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally went to Attain Med Spa mm-hmm. in the Monroe Center and they are fantastic. So they pair it with a facial or it can be done as a solo process as well. But Downtown Med Spa in Jersey City does it. EC Beauty Studio. Yes, I've had it there. And did you? Yes. They're great there. I love it there. And they've actually done it. uh, I've probably gotten it like five times. And now that I get it, I'm addicted. And that's the thing is you don't realize like, how did you ever go without it? I know. And it's it's addicting. It really is. And And it's it's maintainable, too. It's not like it's a long thing and it's not expensive. Yeah, it's good. And you can, you know. You could do it, I think, every like two to four weeks. Yeah, it really, I was doing it monthly for a little bit and I was really loving it. Me too, me too. <laughs> I need to cut back, but. <laughs> <laughs> a little healthy indulgence here and there. Yeah, so tell everyone a little bit more about the process. So what they do is they use a, a hygienic razor and they just kind of like gently, and you don't really even feel it either, but they'll put a serum on your face so that the razor glides a little bit mm-hmm. more smoothly. And it's not like a regular razor. It almost no. looks like a surgical tool. Exactly. Like it kind of looks like a office yes. tool or something. It's exactly. like metal. <laughs> but they just kind of like scrape your skin a little bit and it and you can see that the dead skin and the peach fuzz that comes off. Yeah. Wow. That was on my face. I know. Um, but they do it gently. And then, like I said, with the serums and then if you pair it with a facial, which I always do mm-hmm. because I, I need a facial. I have terrible skin. And, and you don't. But I oh, know, God, I know the feeling of needing a facial. <laughs> you do. Like and you feel like a different a different person mm-hmm. when you come out of there. I got one yesterday. <laughs> oh, no wonder why you look so glowy. <laughs> yeah. It just takes off all that that junk that's on your skin that yeah. you don't want there but you also don't realize it's there because it's so minor right and so find that that you don't even know it's there until it's off I know but um That's great awesome. benefits like it's it's a great exfoliant too mm-hmm. same thing you know it, it it helps with everything it helps with exfoliating your skin taking off that that dead skin and peach fuzz just to to give you that smooth glow and I really like it it's something that 
I will definitely continue to do. Yeah. Overall thoughts, you would definitely. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would too. <laughs> Don't even have to ask me. <laughs> and it's weird because when I told my mom I was doing it, she's like, you're going to shave your face. She's like, you're Italian. Why would you shave your face? That's going to come back and you're going to look like like dad. I'm like, oh, God, now now I'm nervous. But no, I, it really isn't like it that. Doesn't I was come scared back. too. I was terrified because I looked. I'm like, oh, wow, I look good. And then I'm like touching my face every day and like is this going to come back wow. and it it comes back super lightly and it's the same it's the skin is the same like peach fuzz that you have on your face I think I was just like a rumor that our parents told us so that they wouldn't let us like like shave our legs yeah. or, or like pluck our eyebrows <laughs> like your hair is going to grow back really thick I know. it actually it gets better no it does and I, I feel that way too like ever since I started doing it mm-hmm. it doesn't grow back as quickly but it also it feels like finer even like the hair feels finer mm-hmm. but I love it I really do yeah. so for glowy skin try it out Der- dermaplaning we have a few posts on the site about it and we'll link in the show notes a few of the places that you can go to try it out well thanks for having me to chat uh, about dermaplaning Jen Our hidden gem is Empanada Cafe between 1st and 2nd Street on Washington Street in Hoboken. You know I don't lie to you when I love something, and oh my gosh, this is one of the best hole-in-the-wall empanada spots there ever was. It's an Argentinian empanada spot that serves the best options, including vegan empanadas. But if you're into meat and cheese, try the beef or spicy chicken, and definitely the guava cream cheese. You will not be disappointed. That's Empanada Cafe between 1st and 2nd on Washington. Our getaway this week is Asbury Hotel, which feels a little bit strange to recommend this time of year, but it's worth the tip off with two rooftop bars and it's in the center of everything. I have to say Asbury is just the coolest Jersey Shore town any time of year, and this hotel takes it to another level. It's chic, modern, and dog-friendly. You can definitely stay pretty reasonably this time of year, which is really nice and a fun little getaway outside of Hoboken and Jersey City on the more affordable side. Head to the Asbury hotel.com for more info. Our Hudson hero this week is Exchange Physical Therapy and the Liberty Humane Society and our former Tea on the Hudson guest Jacqueline Phillip for raising over $100,000 for their neuter and spay program. Our zero, the man who stole the ambulance from the Hoboken Hospital. Thanks to our Hoboken Volunteer Ambulance Corps, these rides are free, so no need to try to steal it. You are our zero. Our nonprofit this week is St. Matthew's Trinity Lunchtime Ministry. St. Matthew's is a soup kitchen and drop-in center for those who need assistance in Hoboken. It's located in the parish hall of St. Matthew's Trinity Lutheran Church, 57 8th Street in Hoboken. They're always looking for volunteers and food donations as they serve breakfast and lunch to 65-ish people daily, Monday through Thursday from 8 to 12 p.m., and volunteers are needed at those times. If you have any questions or want to donate or volunteer, feel free to email volunteers at stmatthewtrinity.org or call 201-659-4499. And that concludes this episode of Tea on the Hudson. Major thanks to Melissa and Danielle for coming on the show, our production team Van Vorst Films, and Mike Soul for our music. We'll be spilling the tea every Tuesday morning, so make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us spread the word. And you can also get in touch with us by following Tea on the Hudson on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or email teaonthehudson at gmail.com. See you next week for a new episode. <laughs>